Hey there, it's Mara Schiavocampo, and you're listening to Motivated. Whether you work out regularly or someone who really watches your diet, or maybe you've slipped off the wagon or gained back some weight that you've lost, or you just need an extra push to help you stay on track, staying motivated is key. And that's why we're here to help. Every week, we're bringing you the top health, wellness, and fitness experts, along with a lot of really amazing everyday people. And it's all about helping you live a healthier and happier life. So today we're talking about weight loss success, what it takes to lose weight and also to maintain, because that's what this is all about, right? Lifelong maintenance and changing your lifestyle. So I'm here with two really amazing, inspiring guests, Shanna Freed, who lost well, I'm trying to do the math here. 130 pounds. Your high was Around, 295. Yeah. Yep. And now you're about 165. Yep. And Adonis Hill went from 310 to 190, then gained back 70 intentionally. That's a whole story that I want to get into. <laughs> and then lost it all again. And yes. we actually just discovered before we went on the air that we all three started our journey at the same time. For those of you who don't know, quick recap of my story. I lost 90 pounds after I had my daughter. Then I got pregnant, had my son, gained 40 pounds, had to lose that again. And we all started in 2011. So this is a journey we've been on together, unknowingly. Um, But it's also really important to note that it's been more than the five years of maintenance, which is an important milestone Mm -hmm. because studies have shown people who can keep weight off after five years tend to be really successful in the long term. So yay us. Wow. Awesome. So, Jenna, I want to start with you. Um, Give us your story. I didn't want to say too much in the introduction because I want to hear from you. You know, you are almost 300 pounds at your highest. How did you get to that point? (laughs) That's a, um, well, all my life I struggled with weight from a child and, um, I, I would say the main reason how I got to almost 300 pounds is I gave up myself. I gave up um, on the hope that I could ever lose weight. Um, as sad as it sounds, I came to an acceptance that this is, was the way I was going to be for the rest of my life. I tried, I tried, I tried, and I continued to fail. And uh, I was sick of failing. Um, so and I remember it like it was yesterday, like just sitting in my room, just like crying um just coming you know having saying to myself that I have to come to the acceptance that I'm not going to be um I'm going to be 300 pounds or more for the rest of my life and um yeah that 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 is probably how I got to to that weight and on a practical level what was your lifestyle like what were you eating you know were you traveling a lot you know were life circumstances that were contributing to that issue did you exercise um, for I mean I like I said I've been over you know overweight a lot of my life and in the time I was living in the Florida at the time when I was at my heaviest and my lifestyle I was a life coach I worked with former foster kids so I was on the road a lot and um, my my intake of food would primarily be fast food and soda that was it fast food and soda um, and that's is what I ate for for a long time um, any exercise. I mean, exercise. I would, I would think that if I committed to a trainer and I would have that commitment, I would go to the gym. Um, so yeah, exercise sporadically. Um, going to the gym was difficult because I would be looked at different. Um, we were talking about this before, like you know, being you know what society thinks someone should be, 
and I walk into a gym and, and I have clients who struggle with that. They don't want to go to a gym yeah. um, because they're looked at differently. I, I always actually make a mental note to send such loving energy to people I see who are heavy, who are exercising because A, I know a lot of people feel that way. I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And B, it's a lot harder for people who are trying to get into shape in terms of that, like the physicality of it. So mm-hmm. I always remind myself they're working a lot harder than most of the rest of us. And Absolutely. That, that deserves an applause. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want you to pause your story for a minute. And sure. Adonis, I want to get your starting point. So your highest was 310. 310, yes. How did you get to that point? Uh, so um, I had a good job and everything. And then I, I decided to leave my job and start a new business venture. And once that business venture uh, failed, I, I went to a deep depression, very deep. Um, also had uh, relationship problems. Um, I thought I had a baby that wasn't mine. I found this. So all of this just like built up, built up, built up. And I slowly started to become depressed. And before you know it, I didn't realize that I, I think I maybe started at 2.30, 2.40. And before you know it, I was like 3.10. Wasn't coming out the house. My friend, he forced me to come out uh, the house. My friend John, he said, bro, you have to come out, man. You got to at least walk, do something. So so um, uh, I, from there, I started going out and I started just walking. So I didn't even commit to a gym or anything. I just started walking. And then from there, walking became like a meditation for me, right? So and from there, from walking, I started running. And then from running, I just started losing weight. Before you knew it, I was like 190 and everyone said I'm looking like a bobblehead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the first thing they say me lose weight. So, um, but yeah, so it was just like depression. Depression got me through, to that stage. So you didn't grow up heavy. So most of my life, I've been uh, what you call husky, right? So like, yeah, so I was always, um, when I go to school and I had to get my uniform, I was in the husky section, right? Which so, for men, it's, I mean, socially, it's much easier to be a husky man mm-hmm. than to be a chubby woman. Oh. Right, right, right. But at that time, like me, I always developed like these man boobs that I hate even as a kid. So like for me, I was always self-conscious of wearing a uh, certain type of clothing. I Like at the pool, I always be that guy with the t-shirt at the mm-hmm. pool and and little did I know that once that T-shirt got wet, it looked worse for me, right? Because now I look like a wet T-shirt contest. But it's um, but yeah. So I struggled with that all my life. But so, so. you didn't. So you weren't living a fit life. No, you weren't at your extreme um, heaviest. For an extended period of time, it sounds like a depression put you over the top. Over the top. So like you said, like I said, before I was like husky most of my life. And then the depression just threw me through without me even realizing it. All right. So, Shan, I want to pick up back with you. So what was the change for you? You said you had to accept that you were always going to be 300 pounds. Today, Mm -hmm. you are not 300 pounds. You look fantastic. Thank you. Um, And more than looking fantastic, you live a mentally fit and healthy and sane lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How did you get to that point? What was the turning point? So, you know, like I said before, I was trying to go to the gym, trying to find something, a type of exercise that I enjoyed. And I think that's very important to find the type of exercise that you enjoy. You have to love it. Yeah, you have to love it because I don't, you know, I tell my clients, you know, I don't want them to go to the gym or a class and not love it. Why go? It's not a chore and it's not punishment and it's not trying to undo. There's so many things out there that you can find that you love. So for me, um, a friend of mine had a friend who was a professional boxing coach and she said to me you know why don't you go try it why don't you go try it out um so i went i uh i loved it i fell in love with it you know mind you boxing you know we all have emotional mental you know stuff going on in our life so for me i think i had a lot of built up inside um you know 
with the way I looked and, you know, feeling like a failure and, you know, coming to that acceptance that like, I'm going to be this way for the rest of my life. And, um, it wasn't just a physical rele- release. It was an emotional release. And I fell in love with boxing for the fir- from the first, very first time. Mind you, I could not go more than 10 minutes without feeling like I was going to die. So in that moment, I would say a light bulb went off in my head saying, okay, this is it. This is, this is, uh, you know, my break, I guess you can say that if, you know, if I, I have a chance, uh, there is a chance. I don't have to accept this is the way I'm going to be. I have to fight for it. Uh, I'm not going to come in here and enjoy every second of it, but this is something that I love doing. And if I want to continue to do it, I can't just box five days a week and eat McDonald's and Taco Bell, you know, every single day. So from that point on, I completely stopped eating fast food, completely stopped soda. And just from that, weight started dropping like water. What's amazing to me is that that marriage between fitness and food and how they really encourage each other. That when you have a great workout or you're involved in an activity that you love and you see yourself getting stronger and you see results, then you want to support that mm-hmm. with the right the right diet, with the right food. And and then you want to go right. get stronger in the gym. I mean, they work hand in hand. And I knew that like because I, I struggled with my weight all my life. So I knew that food has something to do with it. I can't continue boxing and eat the way I was eating. So I, you know, like I said, I tried all these diets. I tried, you know, a Weight Watchers or a Jenny Craig or all these types of diets. And I could run those places at that point. So I knew that, like, you know, I could make it happen. I could make it happen if I made the choice to, to start this fight. Um, and, and it's what I did, um, you know. So give us a snapshot of your life today. So how often are you exercising? What kind of exercise do you do? And then what does your diet look like? So I exercise, um, I would say, six days a week. Um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do seven. Like, some, you know, sometimes date, like on Tuesday, I looked at my cal- I put it on my calendar. I looked at my calendar. I had worked, worked out 14 days straight without taking a break. And I'm not saying it to promote it. I'm saying it that our bodies need rest. So my, my typical is six days a week. I take a day off. In that day off, um, I found going to the sauna helps my body recover, helps my muscle re- muscles recover. Um, I have to change my workout every couple of months. You know, I get stagnant. Like, you know, my body says, okay, it's time for a change. Like, you know, you want to see some more results. It's time to change it up. Um, so typically I would do, I'm into boxing a lot. I love boxing. I'm actually hoping to do a charity fight in November. Like to um, actually fight someone? Actually fight someone. I am dying to get punched in the face. Is that strange? <laughs> you can come spar with me. I really would like to spar. I don't want you to take it easy on me. I want you to hit me. Nice. I, I mean... If you're asking, I, I would absolutely... I, want, I don't want to get hit in the face for the first time in life when somebody is attacking me. If if of that course. were to ever happen, I want to know what it feels well, like. we could spar. We can make that happen. Okay. We can make that, that happen. That was a, an odd diversion, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, boxing, I always, you know, we were talking about before, like, you know, boxing is not just like the cardio workout. I'm learning the art of boxing. Like, I want, you know, my goal within my fitness, um, within my fitness journey and within my weight loss journey, it's a goal of mine to just get in the ring and do it once. Just do it once. I'm not looking to be a professional fighter. I just want to, you know, have that experience. And your and your diet is what? Do you follow any particular... My diet, you know, well, right now I just added strength training. So I, I you know, didn't have actual strength tra- training in my fitness um, regimen. So I just added that. So... Um, I'm just adding more protein to my diet. My coach is like, you have to eat more meat, more meat, more meat, more meat. Um, 
you know, I'm the type of person, I love sweets. You know, I love sweets. So it's moderation for me. It's absolutely moderation. I, I do want to get to that because philosophically we disagree completely on that. But I don't think that's a bad thing because it's it's a, all of this is very personal. What works for you? Absolutely. Um, Adonis, how about you? What was the turning point for you? Uh, the turning point. Oh, wow. Uh, I was just tired of being uh, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. And I had to realize for the first time, uh, nothing will work until you work. Right. So uh, I wear a shirt that says it's me versus me. Which right? I love. I tell Thank myself you. that all the time. You I'm not competing to. with anybody but me. But yourself. I used to wear I used to have a shirt that says you versus you telling everyone else. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Like, let me tell myself, like, you know what I mean? you sell those? Yes, I sell those. Flyfituniversity.com. Wait, fly for you? No, flyfituniversity.com. Fly fit. Because it's a fly fit, get it? It is a fly fit. So you sell for women, too? (laughs) Yes, for women. I have it. I I love it. it. I have the um, the crop tops, the regular tanks. Crop tops? And regular regular tanks as well. It's really nice. Really really cool (laughs) stuff. Um, But, yeah, so um, I just wanted to to feel better about myself. I was tired of looking in the mirror and not liking myself. Um, There was a point in time when, before I had to... Um, uh, open this, the store. I had you know quite a bit of money, and I used to think like, oh, it's all about the money you have. Who cares about that? But then I was like, no, I don't, I don't feel good about myself. You know what I mean? So I had to I had to make a, a mental change first, and I decided that I'm gonna be a better, bigger, bigger and better version. Smaller, bigger, better version of myself. You know what I'm saying? So what's your your snapshot like now? How often do you work out? What kind of workouts do you do? And what diet do you follow? So I work out. Well, when I did the show, I, I did, was doing like seven days a week. Now I do about four to five. I wish I can get seven. Um, I'm so consumed into clients right now. Uh, so I do about four to five days a week. Um, when I was losing weight and anytime I want to drop some weight, I do a ketogenic um, uh diet was the key sending your body into ketosis which you're doing high fat high proteins and low carbs right high fat so it's like the atkins it's like the atkins right but we want to get carbs in them but my carbs is through greens right so you still have your broccolis your kales anything green asparagus and then i fluctuate between that and just a regular low glycemic diet which is just always to keep sugar low sugar and carbs is like it's just the one that's killing us in many ways, right? Well, they're just get gaining weight, but also with cancers and all kinds of other ailments we get. Yeah. So I, I, I'm very strict on that. But here and there, I do have a cheat meal, which mm-hmm. is one hour a week. And I call it a cheat meal, not a cheat day. You know what I mean? So well, let's get into this because okay. now we've, you've both touched on something uh-huh. that I, I am the, the preacher against this. Okay. But with an asterisk, you have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. For my entire life, I had been told, my mother used to always say this, and my mother was never hard on me about my weight. It, she, that was never a thing. Mm-hmm. But she used to always say to me, just have things in moderation. You can have everything in moderation. That was never true for mm-hmm. me. And I <laughs> had to get to the point where I realized, if I have never been able to eat one cookie out of the package, if I always end up eating the entire thing, if I have failed at the attempt at moderation every time I've tried, I can't eat just one. So I'm not even going to try to eat just one. I'm going to say goodbye to that. It's going to be a dead friend. I loved you. You're gone. You're not coming back. So that is how I live my life. I know the things that I cannot eat in moderation, and I view those as an alcoholic views Mm -hmm. drinks. I can't have just one. Mm-hmm. I can't have a cheat hour. Cheat hour for me would turn into cheat month, wow. which would turn so into cheat two months. So you don't have any, any type of sweets or anything. So here's what I always okay. tell people. That is my ideal. That is what I strive right, for. Right. But I am human. So yeah. I do fall. But when I fall, it's due to a moment of weakness or stress. Mm. It is never an, an intentional. It's never an intent of, I'm, gonna, I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to give myself permission to have the cake. I am, you know, it's whatever. I'm going to give myself permission to have a cheat day. Mm. It does not work for me. But now both 
of you have said that that works for you. So oh, you yeah. do a cheat hour, and a you're cheat. able to then get back on track. Right. Well, that's when I do my ketosis. When I when I tell my clients to be on keto, is that we do three weeks. The first time we're out, we do three weeks no cheat. Right. Once we get because mentally we have to get you start focusing on how you view foods. Right. So we got to kind of like detox you. Like it's almost like going like you said alcoholic going to your meetings. Right. You got to go three weeks, four weeks, whatever. You, you can't have that alcohol or be around it. So then after that one week, uh, one hour, sorry, they have a cheat meal to kind of just like offset the body a little bit to kind of like rejump it. And then they go right back onto keto. Do you think that the cheat meal can actually be, and there's some debate about this, but a lot of people believe that cheat meals help your body. Oh, help it, right. Because you start to plateau and it starts to get used to what I've noticed and with my clients. So it does, it kind of like jumpstart, it like re-kicks it, like, listen, don't get too used to this keto. And it like almost like re-jumps your metabolism Mm -hmm. to make it work harder because now you was having just greens, meats, and whatever, and high fats and proteins, and now you got all this carbs. Now your body's like, oh, man, what the hell's going on? All hands on deck. Right. And so you're able to, you can have one cookie. So when you said that, I laugh because it's a kind of a joke within my my, my friendship circles and mm. um, people who in my life, before I started the weight loss journey, nothing was in moderation. I mean, I ate and I ate and I ate and everything and anything in front of me. I think for me, it's a healthy fear that I don't want to go back to the way I was um, because I was so unhappy. You know, it's about the outsides, but it's also about the insides. I was so desperately unhappy with with, with how I looked and how I felt. Um, and like I said, it's a running joke to this day. I can have, I tell my clients, you know, uh, not immediately, but eventually you can have, you could do it. You could have a bite of that cake or one cookie or for example, you know, Every once in a while, I like M&M's. I'll go get a bag of M&M's. I'll take a couple out of the package. I'll throw the package out. So I don't even have that option to, to eat the whole package. I can't tell. The only reason, the only way I can describe how I'm able to do that today is a blessing. That's the only way I can describe it is a blessing. Because it, my friends, they're like, how do you do it? They know like when they come out to eat with me that I, I'll leave food. They can like they don't have to order. They can like eat the rest of my food. <laughs> you know, and everybody wants to go out with you, they yeah, get a free meal. They want to sit next to me or across from me. The only way I can describe it is a blessing. What's interesting, what I have noticed is it. I have learned a very clear line between foods that are, are a problem for me and foods that are not a problem for mm-hmm. me. And it's not even, it's not gray at all. <laughs> you know, I can eat two potato chips. You can put them in a bowl in front of me and I won't eat any of them. They don't call me. Right. You put a bowl of... A, plate of donuts in my house they will torture me in my sleep um adonis i want to talk to you about regaining the 70 pounds so you did something Mm -hmm. you could not pay me enough money Mm -mm. you you could tell me you're gonna go on vacation Mm -hmm. with you just you and beyonce you guys are gonna hang out for a week (laughs) in the caribbean and i'd be like nope not doing it you gained 70 pounds back for a tv show right so that you could lose it again with your client so that Mm -hmm. you could have the experience together what was that like Oh man, uh, it was definitely uh, an experience, and and they did not pay me enough. So, so <laughs> I want to know that, like, like they did not. Um, um, so uh, the reason why I did it, and uh, is because I know what people are going through. So I'm like, man, who are they relating to? We have social media. There's really no one relatable. We have all these great bodies. Shout out to everybody with great bodies, but it's not obtainable. It's not realistic for the first stage of your goals, right? I mean, so I said, you know what? Let me show people if I can gain the weight that it is possible to lose it. I'm gonna go as hard as I can to do it. So I put myself in the fire. It was hard because being overweight is was a state of depression for me. 
me. So I had to constantly, constantly, constantly tell myself, listen, uh, trust the process. This is not going to be you forever. Mm. This is not the old you. You're a different. You're different. And like I said, it's the mind, man. I'm telling you, your mind, you have to control your thoughts, control your mind. And accountability. Um, I was having... Uh, with losing, I had people around me that I was accountable to to let them know, like, listen, this is what I'm doing. But um, it was it wasn't it was hard. The hardest part is uh, the old clothing. I had to put on the old clothing. I had mm-hmm. like these old jackets when I was big, and it wasn't even a style. That's crazy. The symbolism part. of that, like, I get almost like goosebumps when I think about oh, what that man. would feel like. Oh, it felt horrible. I was looking at a, a coat that says a four X, and I'm putting it on, and I'm like, damn, like this is crazy. Um, uh, my old jeans. It was just, it made me feel like I was in that place, but I just had to constantly tell myself, you're doing it for someone else. So, and that's, I think mm-hmm. that's what the thing was doing it for someone else. What did you learn about yourself, the new you, mm-hmm. having to go back to, to old habits, to old clothes, and then come back out of it again? Well, I, well, I did realize that I am a stronger person. Um, uh, and I got, and it, Really, what really helped me and um, spirituality, right? Because uh, I like really look to God to this for that. Is that serious for me? Um, and as like He see me through it, so I was like, "Yo, listen, yo, let me get here, but you got to bring me back, bro. Like I'll do this for the people, but you got to bring <laughs> me back, bro. You had to have this conversation, like you know, we talk like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's um. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but I learned that I am a stronger person and that I can do whatever I put my mind to. Um, and I realized this is my purpose, this is my calling to go out and to help others mm-hmm. by any means necessary. So I guess I'm like the Malcolm X of fitness. You're the Malcolm X of fitness. You know that's your, that's oh, your man, next I, shirt. I had my glasses. I left them downstairs. That's your next shirt. Yeah. The Malcolm, Malcolm X of fitness. Oh, that's dope. Oh my <laughs> but god. You talk about that shirt. Yeah. Did you talk X. about the the spiritual component of it? Right. That for me has been huge. Um, the spirituality that gets me through the challenges that had me being overweight in the first place, um, but also the spiritual connection to my body, mm. to loving my body as a verb, not because of what it looks like, but because of what it can do, because of what it carries me through, because it created two adorable, wonderful little munchkins, mm. really loving my body mm. and wanting to love it with good food, with things that are good for it. The other day on the treadmill and I'm feeling some pulling on my hamstring I don't have nothing. I have nothing to prove. I'm going to love my body. I'm going to take it down a notch and figure out what's going on with my leg. And, yeah, that's the biggest. Th- I mean, wow. we were talking also before about the stereotype and what someone should look like and what someone needs to look like. And I think for me personally, that affected me loving my body. I allowed outside factors and out, you know people in this world to you know I'm supposed to look a certain way. I'm right. supposed to be a certain weight. Um, you know, it's. And I agree, you know, having faith, you know, having, you know, a spiritual connection um, is important because I tell my clients all the time, your body could do this. It's a mind game. It's a mind game. It's a mind game. I tell them all the time and and they curse me out. They're like, (laughs) my body can't do this. I'm dying right now. And I said, your body, you know, you're not injured. You know, you're healthy. You don't have anything going on physically. It's a mind game. I yell that in my classes all the time. It, you know, your mind is trying to play tricks on you right now. You could do this. And that's what it really is. It, it was for me, too. It still is. You know, when I struggle still sometimes in a workout and, and it's, it's definitely, you know, 
it's what I'm telling myself in my head. What are you? I love. I always ask people this question. What is your self talk? What are you telling yourself in your moments of difficulty and challenge? Do you have a mantra that you go to? Do you have a motto that you go to? I feel like yours is right at the tip of your brain. I <laughs> I, I see a lot of I, a lot of different. <laughs> I see a lot of different things. I mean. I mean, I say you can get effing through this. Like, you you know, you've been through a lot. You know, you didn't come this far to, to stop. You know, don't quit is a big one. Don't quit. You know, keep going. Don't quit. And, um, you know, yeah, there's there's not one specific that I say in my head. It depends on what day it is and what I'm doing. Um, how, how about you? You have a few? Well, first, uh, I believe that we're all great. So I always tell each, every one of us, like, we're all kings and queens. So we have to understand that and know that. Mm-hmm. So a lot a lot of things that happen in people's lives is what happens. It's almost like it's, de- it's buried deep down inside you. So we're like turmoil, like relationships, all kinds of things that happen. It's like it keeps compiling on top of that. All I do is try to reach down and pull out greatness out of you. It's all in us. So if you understand that you are great and you de- and you deserve more and to become the better version of yourself, I think you you have no other choice. You have an obligation to keep going, keep fighting, whether it's from fitness or just everyday living, right? You keep fighting, push forward. We all have a purpose, so you have to find your purpose and live to the... I mean, we only get one life. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to live it to the fullest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And have fun, right? right. Yeah, enjoy the journey. Enjoy it. Enjoy man. the journey. Rock out. So is there any... Or, or do you have mantras that you tell yourself, like one, when you're trying to get that one more rep or you're running and about to throw up? Well, <laughs> it's like you said, it, it's, it's me versus me. That's why I tell myself all the time, like, you got this. It's you versus you. It's me versus me. You got this. And that's my main thing. I tell myself that all day long. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because... I realized like only me, only I can stop me. So uh, yeah, I also think, think it's important to have like support, like you know, people, fit, you know, fitness support. Like, like if he's by my side telling me to keep going, keep mm. going. Like maybe find a fitness partner, like someone to do something with, um, is helpful as well. well your peer group mm-hmm. is huge. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, because I also realize. I mean, I wish we had more time. This is such a great conversation. We're in the last few minutes, but I realized immediately there were people I could not spend time with in mm-hmm. the same way anymore because if all we're going to do is drink three bottles of wine and then eat cheesy bread until midnight we can't do that anymore it doesn't work for me and people never understand like your journey and like i just started this thing on facebook where i do private groups it's called accountability groups where we get Mm. together put 25 people in a group and then we're on this journey together you post you they they show their pictures of who they are they like Mm -hmm. and you gotta you have to find like-minded individuals and be and that's where to lift each other up you you have to yeah it it reflects frames everything accountability is everything Mm -hmm. so i want to end with something really positive and and motivating and uplifting because we you know we're speaking to people who are on our same journey we're also speaking to people who are trying to get there um a lot of people think that this is about wearing smaller clothes Mm -mm. if that's or having abs if Mm -hmm. that's all it was about that would not sustain me Mm -mm. day to day what is the gift that you have gotten from this lifestyle what are the gifts that you have gotten from this lifestyle what would you tell your old self that I'm good enough, that, you know, that I, that I can accomplish anything that I put my mind to. Um, like I said before, it's more, you know, like you said, it's not about the smaller clothing or the, you know, the smaller size that the weight, um, the scale says. Um, it's on the inside, you know, it's the feelings that I, that I felt about myself. Um, if I were to talk to the old me who weighed 300, over, you know, almost 300 pounds, I would say keep fighting. Um, don't give up. You know it's worth it. And, and like he said, you only you only have one. Li- I only have one life to live. 
You know? When you say it's worth it, how is your life better today than it was then in, in practical ways? Energy, mood, mm. friends, <laughs> fun. The, the first thing that comes to my mind is, and I, I don't, I'm hesitant to say, I, I'm not treated differently in the world. And, I, and I, I feel sad for the people, you know, the overweight adult or the overweight teenager in school that is treated differently because of their weight size. And you know what that's like. It's, it's awful. It's so awful. Um, it chokes me up. It's, it's, it's awful. And, and it brings me um, such anger that that happens. Um, and there's so many other things. But that, you know, I would walk, you know, as an adult, you know, someone, you know, would call me, you know, hey, fatty, you know, get out of the way. You know, I would want to run home and put my head under the bed and never come out again. I feel like it's the last form of socially acceptable discrimination mm-hmm. is to fat shame people. Right. If I'm wrong it's about awful. that, maybe people tweet me. If there's another form that I'm, I'm missing, I don't want to leave anybody out. But I feel like it's the the last acceptable form of discrimination is fat shaming people. And I don't think it'll ever stop. Uh, well, we can speak and I would say love, it's yeah. unacceptable. And thank you for having the show because this yeah. is where we can get a voice to speak up. Because it's like being overweight and eating is like an addiction. So if we can mm-hmm. treat it and as an addiction, just like they treat any other addiction, we'll realize like, oh, this is we can help other, we can help each other. So like even with having advice, we all need advice, right? Whether whether it's meditation, some people smoke, some people uh, drink. People use some people eat. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our vice, the ones that eat, it shows up. You can see you it. Can and see I, it. I saw this man the other day. He literally must have been five or six hundred pounds. And I felt nothing but sadness mm-hmm. for him because he's wearing his struggle on his body. Mm-hmm. Somebody else may be using drugs or doing it at home at night behind closed doors. I have no it. idea. And it's the same. Like we said, it's the same type of addiction. It's the same um it's lonely. It's lonely. Yeah. And Adonis, I'm going to let you get the final word on this. How, how is your life better? What, what gifts have this lifestyle given you? Well, it, it realized that um, not only am I a stronger person physically, but mentally, um, I realized that I can accomplish and do whatever I put my mind to. And that was a feeling that I never would have had before. Uh, the feeling to be able to wake up and be like, listen, I can conquer this day. I can own this day is a great feeling. To be able to look at yourself and just be happy again. Not because I have abs, but just that I'm the best version of myself right and i can get i can get better right yeah yeah. we can always get better but i just feel happy like wow but i was telling you before i used to just love the the bathroom mirror because you only could Mm -hmm. see from the head up right Right. and we used to run past the full body mirror matter (laughs) of fact i didn't have no full body mirror i run past the one in in ikea i run past that one (laughs) but but now that i can sit back and look through that 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 full body mirror i'm like wow all right this is cool, man. And I feel better about myself. And when you feel better about yourself, you approach everything in life the same way. Whether it's like your bosses or anyone mm-hmm. coming at you, you may like, listen, hey, hold up. Like, I respect myself. I love myself. You ain't going to talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I realized when I was uh, bigger, I let a lot of people, like, treat me like crap. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I felt like crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys so. are fantastic. I want to have you guys back for another discussion. Oh, you I would love to. Back. I would yeah. love to. This is great. So great, great this energy. Is well, we, we need to come up with a name for our lives. club because we started at the same time. So maybe We're going to work on that. Let people tweet you. Yes. Yes. yes tweet, we have ideas. Ideas of names. At Mara Camp. Yeah, and, we're going to have like a little fit posse and our body by our squad our little squad squad okay so you're where can people find you on social so on social media i'm body by adonis on everything instagram and on facebook i'm adonis hill so okay. yes and how about you Shana? instagram you can find me shana freed s-h-a-n-n-a-f-r-i-e-d and i am currently not on facebook i'm taking <gasps> a facebook 
break. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook we break. Yeah, we, we got to do an intervention. Yo, Mark, what's up? Talk yeah. to <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. This was a true pleasure. Thank you. Thank and, you. And good luck on that journey. Thank it's one day so at a time. Thank you so much. Staying motivated is a 24-7 job. Let's keep this conversation going. Send us your questions by using the hashtag motivated or tweet me at MaraCamp. Help spread the motivation by taking a moment to give us a quick review. Just click the link in the description of this episode. New episodes post Monday mornings. And don't forget, you can watch this interview anytime at abcnews.com. Motivated is a production of ABC News. Thanks for listening. I'm Mara Schiavocampo. Thank you.